Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Watching the polls on the Joy News channel is good to be with you this afternoon as Majority Leader HMS Abunsu is confirming that the 2023 budget statement and economic policy of government will be presented on the 15th of November. Prescribes that the last date for submitting the budget is November 15th. And that's the reason why on the 15th, uh, Wednesday, the latest uh, for you on that as uh, engagements have started in Parliament. Plus, we'll give you details as the minority is threatening to frustrate the approval of the budget if it does not deal with the challenges facing Ghana's economy. But we expect from the minority side that this budget will be a budget that will address the concerns of the ordinary Ghanaian and businesses. 
And we also are focusing on the Tofluko uh, community and its residents as they issue a 14-day ultimatum to government to call management of Electrochem to order. Uh, this afternoon, there's a lot of security arrangements in the area. We'll be giving you some uh, updates as our reporters are live in the community. And later as well, uh, on Climate Focus, uh, we're telling you more about the groundbreaking initiative which is changing the face of agriculture in Ghana. We'll tell you more on The Pulse. The Pulse, as always, is brought to you by Global Communities, Dignity, Lua, Affordable, Safe Sanitation. Don't forget that we're on DSTV Channel 421, GoTV Channel 125, and Lesser Sugar. Uh, this program is also streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and MyJoyOnline.com. Please stay. And thanks for joining us. It's been a very busy day in Parliament today with the majority leader confirming that the 2023 budget will be presented uh, on the 15th of uh, November this year. While we are looking forward to you know, uh, the uh, statement that government will present, there's equally uh, some debates happening on the floor right now, which has got to do uh, with that major occurrence that many uh, in eight districts across the country have been speaking about, and that's the Akosombo Dam spillage. It's affected many lives, displaced uh, over 20,000 uh, people, as we're being told. And we know that today the energy minister has been presenting uh, government's plan before the House today and detailing what the next steps might be. Well, the MPs uh, in the affected areas and also the House as a whole has been deliberating on government's approach towards dealing with this crisis. 
uh, on the floor now, some MPs contributing to that debate. We can listen in to what's happening. I agree that the VRA has an emergency preparedness plan. But, Mr. Speaker, it is one thing having the emergency, uh, the EPP, and it is another thing implementing the EPP effectively to ensure that the effect of these activities is minimal on the people that we are today talking about. I live with VRA people in Akosombo, and I'm proud of what VRA has been doing over the years. I said earlier last time that VRA is one of the strategic institutions that have been effectively managed by Ghanaians all these years. VRA has done spillages over the years. What is special about this year's spillage that has resulted in all these problems that we are experiencing? Mr. Speaker, the Deputy Minister for Energy mentioned that the VRA uh, sent information to the district assemblies seem to be having uh, some challenges there in terms of the network connection to the floor of parliament. Uh, we'll resume that uh, uh, you know, engagement for you shortly where some of the MPs have been commenting uh, on the plans uh, announced by government to deal with the effects of the spillage of the dam. Uh, so far, 20 million Ghana cities, we understand the Volta River Authority has given to the National Disaster Management Authority um, to deal with the effects of the uh, spillage. Uh, we'll definitely uh, be getting you uh, updates on that shortly and crossing you back to the house where uh, a number of um, you know, reactions are greeting this uh, information that we're receiving uh, from uh, the energy minister on that. But it's been a busy day, as I was pointing out, with the majority leader of CHM, Mr. Bonsu, confirming this afternoon to journalists that the 2023 budget statement will be presented in the house, but that will be done on the 15th of November this year. Uh, he's been explaining more. The parliament requires, as according to the IPU, but before coming up with the appropriations bill. Uh, unfortunately, as I've indicated, um, we we have barely six weeks. In fact, it's for that reason that your PFMA, your Public Financial Management Act, prescribes that the last date for submitting the budget is November 15th. And that's the reason why it's coming on the 15th, uh, Wednesday, the 15th of November. Usually, usually the budgets are read on Thursdays. So initially we were thinking that it should hold on uh, 16th. That is uh, subject to the agreement of all of us. Uh, we had agreed that it could be submitted on the 16th, just to be in conformity with the dates of presentation. But um, because we have very limited time, and because of the fact also that um, the 16th incidentally happens to be the date for the state funeral of the former first lady, we thought it would be better to just be congruent with the, with the provisions of the Act and bring it forward to um, the 15th, which is a Wednesday. So next week, Wednesday, we're going to have it. 
Well, uh, the minority also has the expectation ahead of the 2024 budget statement uh, with the minority leader, Dr. Keza Latofolson, indicating that uh, they will frustrate uh, the government's economic plan if it does not reflect on how they intend to deal uh, with the challenges Ghanaians are facing. Um, next week will be the beginning of the um, budget consideration. We expect the minister responsible for finance to be here. I'm not too sure whether it's 15th or 16th. Um, it's for the majority leader to inform us uh, uh, based on the government's decision on the date that they will present the budget. But we expect from the minority side that this budget will be a budget that will address the concerns of the ordinary Ghanaian and businesses. Um, we are very concerned about the economic condition and will do whatever it takes to assist the government to um, help restore the difficulties we are going through. We believe that this is not a time to pile on additional pressure on the ordinary Ghanaian because times are hard. It's, it hasn't been easy, difficult. It has been very difficult few years. And um, we think that policies must be uh, uh, as soon as possible introduced to reduce the suffering of the masses. Uh, and quite a lot has been happening in the House, as we are pointing to you, uh, with um, debates uh, also uh, going on in terms of uh, what uh, government economic plan will be for uh, the communities ravaged by the spillage of the Ecosombo Dam. All of these are coming up on the floor of the House. Kuku Asante is our parliamentary correspondent, joining us uh, with the latest of uh, the details coming up. Kuku, quite a busy day in Parliament today, uh, starting off with what it is that the majority leader is indicating. And now we know that the energy minister has also appeared before the House, pointing out how much has been expanded as a result of the spillage of the Ecosombo Dam. Tell us more. Well, in fact, there are taking much Quickly, uh, we seem to be having a challenge hearing you. In fact, at some point, tempers flared up. There were MPs who had each other's neck, neck and neck, literally fighting each other. There were some comments that had been made by the energy minister. Now, please, how to bring you them for exactly what's happening on the floor. But the energy minister has said that the BL had done nothing. He claimed that the BL had managed to do well, we seem to be having a, a challenge hearing you, uh, but of course on your screens now you see live pictures that we're uh, getting from the House as that debate continues. Uh, now we have our feed restored, quite a heated debate it has been. Uh, now the minority leadership, uh, I see uh, they're making some contributions. Uh, let's listen in created by him. So he did, they didn't make those comments politically. There were people who were affected. So, Mr. Speaker, that comment is, I mean, it's based on... Pardon? No, no, no. It was only one person. So no, 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 address <laughs> me. Address me. Ignore that. So, I want, you to, I want you to rule him out and then ask him to withdraw that portion. Every comment was based on facts. Not, none of the comments was made with ill motives, so he must withdraw that part, part, part of his comment. Can he, can he assist me, specifically which one, the political or which one is your complaint? So I want to be sure. A comment that Honorable Ampem's comment was patriotic, unlike others 
it means that everything all police have said this uh, this afternoon were not patriotic, Mr. Speaker. What can be more dangerous than calling a Ghanaian unpatriotic, Mr. Speaker? It's more serious than actually an insult, Mr. Speaker. I'm calling on him to withdraw that portion, Mr. Speaker. Yes, Honorable Leader. Mr. Speaker, I, I just want to know where the minority chief whip is resting his case. Because he just said that the deputy leader used the word uh, political. And he said what others have said is political statements. What you deal with here, Mr. Speaker, is political. No, he <laughs> said what he said, the member for Asujeman, has been patriotic, his own comments, unlike the others whose statements or comments were political. What would you hear? What would you hear? So, Mr. Speaker, if really he heard right, if he heard right what he said, that... Um, the others, others, the interventions were political interventions. I don't see anything wrong with that. Is that's, that's what you said. That is what, so what, you, that's what you said. So what did I say? <laughs> I knew you got the, 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 the meaning of what I said. Mr. Speaker, he made a comment and said, Honorable Ampem's presentation was patriotic, unlike others whose presentation were only political. Mr. Speaker, the qualification is patriotic, and I'm saying that every single member of this house is patriotic to the state. And the comments made by the colleagues were based on issues there here. I'm saying that, Mr. Speaker, no member of this house is unpatriotic. We took an oath to work as a, a true Ghanaian. So I'm saying that there cannot be a bigger imputation of the integrity of a member of parliament than to say he or she is not patriotic. Based on that, Mr. Speaker, the respected deputy leader must necessarily withdraw that part of his presentation and make progress. Honorable Deputy Leader, we would like to reframe your presentation. Mr. Speaker, it is obvious that he has understood the metaphoric effect of my statement. You didn't hear what he said. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but it's fine. Since it's been misconstrued and it's become an issue, I would state it properly so that we can all make progress. Mr. Speaker, the effect of that metaphor in that submission was to draw the House's attention to, to the fact that the statement made by Honorable Thomas Nyako Ampe was most profound in my view, most profound. The patriotism in his statement was most profound. And clearly he demonstrated say by commending the works of VRA. He said, it is not the first time VRA has done this village. VRA has been so successful in its work and that VRA, we should rather look at enhancing the capacity of VRA. To me, that is where we find the meat, enhancing the capacity of VRA. He 
is coming from a constituency where VRA, where VRA is situated. He knows the work of VRA. He is a witness to the work of VRA. Mr. Speaker, this is the first time. This is the first time. But the man is sitting here. Are you his advocate? I'm praising of criminals. Are you jealous of the praises, Mr. Speaker? Are you jealous of praising Mr. Speaker? Honorable Thomas Nyako Ampe has highly commended the work of VR. And the record will reflect and prosperity will have it that when it came to a point where the work of VRA was misconstrued, he stood up. Honorable leader, hold on. Yes, Honorable Mr. Speaker, in fact, I think that uh, the Deputy Majority Leader has misconstrued the submission that I made. I have rather questioned the VRA capacity to implement some of these villages effectively. And I have questioned the effectiveness of the EPP that they have been talking about. I have questioned that is it the case that the EPP actually anticipated or had planned that safe havens are classrooms and that this is how the EPP should be implemented. Mr. Speaker, I have done all this. So to create the impression that I have come here to praise VRA only and to leave the salient part of my submission to create the impression that my, my colleagues, uh, uh, I have de uh, departed from what my colleagues have said is to knock our to try to knock our heads together. It's most unfortunate, and leader, don't put me into this awkward position. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Yes. When my colleague was on his feet, I took down some notes. He said, "Quote: VRA is doing a good work. You acknowledge." You acknowledge the good work being done by GRE, and indeed I agree with you. When you identify some inefficiencies, that is why you made a call that perhaps what we need as a country is to be looking at enhancing the capacity of VRE. And you took notes, that's what you said. And I'm saying that statement is very profound, commendable. Nobody in this chamber from your side has made such a statement. And I'm commending you. You are the only one. You are the only one acknowledging. <laughs> 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 Mr. Speaker, <laughs> such a profound patriotic statement <laughs> coming from the honourable member from Esojaman yes. might be acknowledged, and I associate myself with that statement. I am inclined to accept that. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. This is a national call. This is what we need in this chamber. We don't need partisanship in all matters. This member has stood out. Today, posterity will record your good works. If you have not been partisan, history will remember you. That you are acknowledging the good works of a state institution. You are calling for an inquiry that would enable VRA enhancing capacity. These are your words, and I commend you. I agree that there must be. It's a democratic imperative. If we don't institute inquiries into such matters, Mr. Speaker, we will not make any headway in our democracy. So I agree. By agreeing, we will be able to commend their hard work, such as he's doing. Mr. Speaker, <laughs> again, an impression is being created as, if, as though the situation is limited to a particular constituency. Mr. Speaker, so far I must acknowledge that Northern constituency has been very visible for the optics. Mr. Speaker, if you see what is happening there, I think the industry of the Member of Parliament in bringing that to the fore has also contributed to that, and I agree. It is obvious that the member, the, those affected there have also received a considerable amount of relief items. I think earlier on the submission created an impression that the Member of Parliament had personally, I think that was his contention, but I think that the language was misused. The language should have been that his constituents have benefited immensely. And they are still benefiting. The Minister of Finance is there. NATMO is there. The Energy Minister has been there. So, Mr. Speaker, anybody who will say, I have donated rice, I have donated cash, I am acknowledging the fact that I have personally not been there. But I have given money, I have given rice, I am still contributing. Because you know, part of me is from there. 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 From some parts of the areas affected. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, I won't mind you. Mr. Speaker, so nobody for partisan reason should say that the government has done nothing. 
the government has done something which should say that it is not sufficient and i would agree it, it cannot be sufficient because looking at this the state of affairs anyako area alone the people who have been affected in anyako yes mr speaker anyako people deserve some more the people from salaga south deserve some more the people of Gupe area, some Winima people are there in Gupe. They have been calling on me. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, true. They are all been calling. I have a few people, they are doing fishing. Mr. Speaker, I know how they are suffering. But they have not been left naked. They have not. So nobody in this chamber should say that government has abandoned the people there. Nobody should read partisan political meaning into the conduct of government. It is never the case. The president himself was there. We are aware that others have been there. This is the president. Mr. Speaker. This is the president. I just want us to get the record straight that in such a situation, not only the government, but the media, CTFM did so well and drew attention to the situation. Is it for me to talk about what your party has done? <laughs> so, Mr. Speaker, let members of parliament whose constituents whose constituent have benefited acknowledge what government has done. They shouldn't just acknowledge it on their social media handle. They should acknowledge it in this chamber. And this is a call I am making to members of parliament who have received donations, I don't mean personal donations, but donations received by them for and on behalf of their people. Norton, for example, has received a lot of support, not the MP personally. Norton has received support. And I want the record to reflect that when, when it got to this situation, the people of Norton were not left naked. The Methodist Church has been there. Only yesterday, the Methodist Church was in Norton. So, Mr. Speaker, I am calling on volunteers, corporate Ghana, and all institutions who have heard about this not to over-concentrate in one constituency. I am calling on corporate Ghana to look at the spread. A lot of constituencies have been affected. Honorable Leader, Mr. Speaker, I'm conclude. Conclude. Sure. Mr. Speaker, I shall conclude on a matter of law as raised by the Honorable Dafia Meko in relying on Act 46, Section 11. Mr. Speaker, I most humbly and respectfully submit that the section he quoted upon which he anchored the submission to chastise VRA was wrong, completely wrong. Mr. Speaker, the law is clear. The water level is not just the level that would have to be, be used to determine whether or not to spill. 
but it's the flow. If you have the level correct and there is no rainfall, you don't spill. But Mr. Speaker, if you see, even if it is lower, and you see what is coming, the volume is high, Mr. Speaker, you would have to take a decision. So, Mr. Speaker, for Mr. Speaker, for you, Mr. Speaker, for you to rely on the law to mislead yourself and by extension attempt to mislead us, Mr. Speaker, you have to be corrected. VRA, VRA, as Honorable Ampim said, may have some inefficiencies. I think that after this exercise, we should rather concentrate on looking at what we can do as a nation. So that in future, should such a thing happen, it will not get out of hand. And if you look at where our people are located, is it the case that they are so close to the areas that when there is spillage, they will be most affected? Then we educate our people. These are matters for consideration. Mr. Speaker, I most respectfully submit and thank you for this opportunity. Here you. Leaders. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, let me thank the Minister for Energy for the statement. And let me stay on record that a lot of honorable members, honorable members who were seriously affected, wanted the opportunity to speak, but for time. Mr. Speaker, let me mention Honorable Woyome, who had really strongly wanted to speak, of uh, South Tong. Honorable uh, member of Salaga wanted to speak. Honorable member of Central Town, Honorable Votejian wanted to speak. All of them really had a lot to say about this crisis. But Mr. Speaker, let me in brief talk about the minister's presentation. I think when we listened to the minister, he started off by really stating the VRA's competence and talked about their maintenance record, a history of spillage and how they handled it. He even quoted, he even quoted Libya and Norway, and the fact that they've had spillage, talked about VRA's emergency preparedness plan, processes they put in place and the procedures and the preventive actions they put in place. We talk about simulation exercises they had done. Mr. Speaker, all of his presentation was mainly on these areas. The question was, what was the aftermath of all this preparation? Today we have listened to members of parliament that clearly were not consulted and a lot of them have said personally it is very clear that the minister in defending VRA's preparedness uh, failed to really lay bare the gaps the gaps that we must revisit to ensure that there will not be a recurrence what was the level of consultation I remember in one part of the presentation the minister said at one community uh, engagement, there were 400 community members, chiefs. Mr. Speaker, in all of this preparation, what we want to see is that how was the outcome? How was all these preparatory exercises, all this, how was it implemented? If your country have a, an emergency preparedness plan, and in the aftermath of a disaster, we find ourselves where we are, we have failed. And that's the point people are making. Mr. Speaker, it should not get to a point where we have even disagreement about this crisis. And people who are representing the constituencies and the districts, who are speaking so emotionally, Mr. Speaker, must be understood. 
Because, Mr. Speaker, when I listened, for example, to Honorable Ablak, and he talked about NADMO's own report of 12,633 people displaced, talked about almost 1,550 houses destroyed, 53 schools destroyed, and so many people living in schools. Mr. Speaker, this must be painful your whole lifetime. Mr. Speaker, and they are talking about that because we've dealt with crisis. How did we handle, for example, the Apetu uh, uh, disaster? Mr. Speaker, how was it handled? The whole government set up a fund. I remember. We set up the Apetu disaster fund. We, as we speak, there's a housing scheme. Apetu. The corporate support was actually led by government's voice. And the point that members of parliament were spoken today are saying is that that same level of commitment has not been seen in this crisis. More people are affected Mr. Speaker, and that we should not disagree on. Mr. Speaker, so the question and the issue at stake is that VRA's emergency preparedness plan, how was it implemented? The simulation exercise, what was the outcome? We know, for example, that in the minister's statement, he says that VRA set up 10 million Ghana City. Aside, Mr. Speaker, we are talking about billions of Ghana City in terms of the cost. We are talking about farms long term in the next 20 years. How do we recover? So, Mr. Speaker, the issues we are dealing with were not addressed, frankly, by the minister. They were not addressed. Mr. Speaker, the minister's statement really created gas. For example, what steps, I wanted to listen to the minister to see what steps have been put in place to ensure that we don't really face this disaster. And when it happens, the so-called emergency preparedness plan will address this crisis differently that we will not see thousands of people living in classrooms as they are right now. That school children will be found, will find themselves so miserable. Mr. Speaker, this is why we are in this point of crisis. It is very important we address that. But Mr. Speaker, we have to also talk about government's own response. Government's own response Gov, the, gov, the executive arm of the Republic of State, led by President Akufuadu, who set up a 13-member ministerial committee. Mr. Speaker, what is their report? And what are their recommendations? What steps have been taken? When Sierra Leone gets a crisis, and the Vice President is sent, and he donates $1 million, that level of crisis in Sierra Leone, wasn't anything close to what happened here. How much do we give the people in the affected areas when the vice president is there? That is the concern. That is the worry. That is the pain that people are expressing. How do we deal with this going forward? Mr. Speaker, people have asked government call for a national emergency. That call never came. We've asked government set up a fund to deal with it. That's nothing. What is even the plan to really, in the short term, resettle people? What is the plan? So, Mr. Speaker, 
you know, to make it very brief, it is very clear. We thank the Minister for Energy for the presentation, but the presentation failed to address serious gaps. First, VRA has too much questions to answer. There are gaps in terms of when the decision was made to spill. And Mr. Speaker, the Minister himself admitted that we were getting clear signals, contradictory signals from uh, international uh, uh, weather authorities as against our own local authorities. Contradictory projections. We in Parliament must understand what this happened. Because you know what? We want to make sure that when this happens again, we will not find ourselves wanting like we are. There should be no disagreement about the, how we deal with Ghanaians who are suffering. There shouldn't be. Mr. Speaker. So Mr. Speaker, number one, we believe, and I believe that Mr. Speaker, you support us. I saw that the Deputy Majority Leader supports us. We are calling for a full-blame parliamentary inquiry to deal with all the gaps that I've raised to make sure we can ask the pertinent questions. Mr. Speaker, the reasons are very clear. One, we have to understand VRA's decisions and understand the failures in terms of the emergency preparedness plan, in terms of all the stimulation exercise, in terms of even their community engagement. How come the community engagement left so many critical stakeholders in that engagement? It's very clear. We must make sure that doesn't happen again. Mr. Speaker, it is very, very clear we have a disaster on our hands. And let me take the opportunity to call on the government led by President Akufuado. We are expecting to see a very aggressive and serious uh, solution in this budget that is being presented. To see that this government seriously is going to address that. Put their money where their mouth is. In terms, in this budget, we must see that there are serious efforts to really help resettled people. Make sure school children can, can go back to school. Make sure that people who have lost millions in farm, farms, lifetime savings, will have some assurance that there will be recovery and hope. That's what government is about. If government cannot lead us in the direction of recovery in times of crisis, then what is the point? So, Mr. Speaker, I believe you will support a full-blown inquiry into this very important matter. And let me use the opportunity to again console our brothers and sisters who have been affected all the way from the Volta, all the way to the Oti region along the coast. Let me thank corporate Ghana and ask that we can do more, that they should support. Let me thank uh, political actors, especially President Mahama, who was the first to be there. Yeah. The first to be there. Yeah. And his compassion. He didn't only dominate. dominate. He moved heaven and earth to ask corporate, corporate entities to move. More than that, he personally donated. And, private, and you know, I don't want to mention names, but sometimes you have to. Ibrahim Mahama has done something very fantastic. Oh, we must commend him. That's what we want Ghanaians to do. He has convinced me that it is worth supporting people to really go up the ladder because when in times of crisis, those are the type of people we need. So, Mr. Speaker, I ask 
that you support our call for a full-blown parliamentary investigation to make sure we can ask the right questions and the purpose is not witch hunting at all to make sure we can ensure that as a country we will not see this again and that when it happens we'll be ready thank you mr speaker majority leader mr speaker i thank you for the opportunity to speak to a statement Speaker, a statement ably made by the minister responsible for Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. Energy. Speaker dealing with the circumstances that led to the spillage of impounded water i believe the time has come for all of us to look at the management of the entire river basin entire bhutan basin speaker that's the first thing that should concern us um my colleague yanabo dafiamapo related to the levels of the water in december 2022 and i think is his attitude was that um maybe the spillage ought to have started from then on and we all do know that december january february are lean months in terms of rains if we do spill the consequences could be bizarre the speaker it is the reason why you have to basically rely on information from the metro department even that is not sacrosanct remember what happened in 2010 when upon predictions from the meteorological department spillage was affected people don't even connect the ensuing doom so do so late 2011 2012 2013 2014 to the spillage that occurred we failed to connect it that indeed was the principal source of the disaster that affected this country that's why we need to watch the radar to see whether or not to spill off or not to spill off but the point is do we all perhaps go to sleep a bit because as the uh, dr kabna donko alluded to We have heard continuously over the past two and a half years above average rainfall in this country since 2021. We have had above average rainfall 
which is why even after the rainy season the 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 waters in the streams don't recede to the earlier points if we go to sleep a bit because we are talking as members of parliament we are aware of all these things we didn't make any reports did the assemblies make any reports all this while when we saw things that were not familiar scenes. So let's not be quick in apportioning blame. Mr. Speaker, the VRA began their controlled spillage at Akosobo and Pong on the 15th of September, we are told. And unfortunately, an estimated 26, 27,000 people, as of the end of October, we're told, have been displaced. Certainly not the best for us as a country. Speaker, since the construction of the dam, we're told that perhaps this is the largest magnitude of displacement and the largest spillage of imported water recorded. But in May 2023, uh, prior to the spillage, the VRA, we must admit, because when the first statement came to be made in the House, it was stated here that no simulation had been done. Yes. It was stated in the House. Now, subsequently, we've heard that indeed some simulation was done that involved over 10,000 people in Sujaman, in East and Northern districts in the Eastern Greater Accra and Northern regions. Was it enough? The speaker, VRA initially had planned, according to information reaching, they had planned to do the spillage in October. But technical and uh, technical observations and meteor warnings compelled them to bring it forward to the 15th because it was indicated to them that if they waited beyond September 15th, something much more disastrous was going to happen. And if they had waited maybe two, three days later, we never could predict what could have happened to this country. So unfortunate the circumstances have turned out to be, VRA cannot be blamed. Mr. Speaker, um, they, for VRA, they've done regular inspections, and uh, these inspections have resulted in several, several retrofits over the years. I remember from President Kofor's time, when they did serious retrofitting. Of course, the retrofitting would involve uh, upgrading of electrical and control systems, the replacing of turbines and generators, and uh, upgrade, even upgrading the dams will make it. If those things have not been done, the speaker, and these things were happening today, perhaps the gates themselves would have given in. That's why we should commend VRA or what they've been doing all this way. Mr. Speaker, they have also strengthened the dam's concrete structures. And I'm informed that the retrofitting that they've done 
the past few years have resulted in a situation where the life of the dam has now been extended for about 40 years. So you must be commending them. But after all, they are also a human institution. They could get it wrong sometimes. Mr. Speaker, the outcome of the spillage has been inconvenient and indeed very unpleasant. But as I said, it could have been worse. We allude to houses that have been lost. Imagine somebody having saved his entire life, his entire working life, built a house, and overnight is washed away. Nothing would hit heart and soul than this. Monies have been lost. Farms have been shred off. Harvest. Farm producers have been lost. Livestock. The good thing for us is that lives have not been lost. And if, if, if VRA had not done their work, if the spillage had not been controlled, can anybody envisage what would have happened? Mr. Speaker, whilst we are this, we should also question ourselves what we've been doing all these years. The level of deforestation of the vegetation surrounding the, 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 the streams and rivers, which is causing serious erosion and siltation of the lake. So we must be blaming ourselves as well as Ghanaians. Mr. Speaker, so with the siltation, the massive siltation, any less downpour, of course, will cause serious flooding. And it's one of the things that we are seeing. As I said, perhaps all of us went to sleep. There should be an inquiry, we do agree. Mr. Speaker, maybe the time has come for us. And I was across the divide. I was having a private discussion with the, the minority chief rep. And I was asking, his own private house, is it insured? I'm not too sure that he can respond in the positive. In New York, when they had this serious flooding, the aftermath may not be as punishing as what we're having in Ghana. Our houses are not insured. I'm not too sure whether the, the house of the Honorable Minister responsible for energy himself is insured. No comment. <laughs> he says no comment. Mr. Speaker, perhaps these things should remind us, painfully as it may be, to begin to do serious insurance. Insurance schemes for our houses, insurance schemes for our farms, for even our livestock. This should trigger it, unfortunate as the situation is. Mr. Speaker, the health implications cannot be lost on us. The water that we are drinking, now that they have inundated cemeteries and um, public toilets. Upon the, some attempts we made to clean up, but how, how wholesome is the water that is running through our pipes now? We must be prepared for some health emergencies. 
Those are serious. They could affect greater sections of the population than even what has happened. The speaker, so this should lead us into some serious considerations. Apart from the health implications, um, inflation in this country is fueled primarily by food inflation. And we're preparing ourselves for good harvest. Now this happens. The whole base. The speaker, so our own food security perhaps may be affected negatively. And that certainly then is not going to help us to cure inflation. Because a lot of it is predicated on high food prices, on food inflation. So there are many things that should really emanate from the spillage and the flooding upstream. Mr. Speaker, I want to end once again by commending the minister for bringing the statement. And compare the Tama and see what they're going to let the Togo pass. You see, you know, stability that attracts a lot of landlord countries to use her. A huge volume is going to pass. My revenue will not this implementation. Let us try to go on the on our own leg of establishing um, the um, parliamentary committee to delve further into that. Um, I believe the House should be ready for that. Having said so, Mr. Speaker, um, I believe, as I said, uh, stated initially, that this is just a brief to the House. We have invited VRE and um, other units and departments connected with this, including the Ministry of Health and Science uh, Environment, to come to this house. Perhaps because of the pendency of the budget, maybe we could decide to let them come and do the presentation to us on Tuesday before the budget. Because once the budget comes to be presented, Mr. Speaker, it will take center stage and we will not perhaps find time to deal with this matter. So I would Subject to the indulgence of colleagues, um, Speaker, with your approval, I would um, request that we, we bring their appearance forward to Tuesday to enable the relevant ministers to come and do the presentation before the joint caucus on Tuesday following. Mr. Speaker, thank you for the opportunity. Before I invite Honorable Minister. Honorable Leader, I want to be clear what is it you're talking about via doing presentation. I've heard two things, that a parliamentary inquiry, and then at the same time you're saying VRA should do a presentation. What is it about? Mr. Speaker, I think the, the call for the parliamentary inquiry ensued from the composite statement that was made. Perhaps FBRA comes before us to make the presentation on Tuesday. Um, it may kill that. But if further to that, we still want to go on that leg, we could. But the parliamentary inquiry, Mr. Speaker, we should be minded that once the budget comes, it may be difficult to go on that. So let them come and do the presentation to us on Tuesday. And if you are still purpose and minded to go on that, we can set up the committee 
except that the committee could only work seriously once Parliament adjourns. That is post December 22nd, 2023. Yes. Mr. Speaker, I, I agree with the uh, leader. I think we all have uh, come to a point where we agree that uh, indeed, even the government has set up a committee uh, looking into it. In, on our own terms, we can also look uh, into it. Uh, so, Mr. Speaker, instead of waiting for VR, indeed, the Minister's presentation suggested that other agencies not under his purview, uh, I mean, meteorological service are not uh, uh, under him. So, when we set up the parliamentary committee, then we can call upon others. The idea is to prevent this happening to us again in this form. The flooding will have to take place another year, but the effect. So it is not a witch hunt committee, just to make sure we plan for the future. So we can set up the committee. They don't need to report uh, before we go on recess in, in, in December. We can set up the committee and take time to work. In any case, the processing, in fact, the, the, the waters are now receding. It is posing new threats, health threats and other things. So the committee can be given a considerable amount of time to work and, and come up with something that we can uh, we can use with the speaker. So we can go ahead and set up the committee. In fact, we don't need to even name the member today. We can take time to con con uh, constitute that. I'm looking at the committees of the House. I've looked at select committees. If it's not a select committee, then it should be a special or ad hoc committee under Order 191. So let the leaders confer. If it's under 191, then I think the procedure is a bit different, and I, I want to be guided. Yes, Honorable Minister. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. One of our utmost duties is to come to the House and give the House as much information as possible to enable members to also, in their own ways, either disseminate or get informed about issues. Mr. Speaker, I would like to put on record that it is never true that there is a point mark for VRE to spill. What is true is that there is a point mark for the damn integrity which VRE works towards, not breaking that point mark. You can be below that point mark and still spill, like Honorable Afonio Martin said, because of the volumes of water that are coming. I can just say, Mr. Zabu, with one example. In 2010, there was a spillage in the ground for about a few days. Mr. Speaker, after they stopped closing the spill, because the rains have stopped. Well, what you see now, except uh, uh, of uh, you know the discussion has been going on uh, since morning about the spillage of the Ekosombo Dam with the Energy Minister, uh, Dr. Matteo Pukuprempe, there wrapping up the engagement for the day. Uh, the minority is now calling for a parliamentary probe, uh, which the majority side. Uh, is supporting now who await further directives uh, from the Speaker of the House and update you uh, subsequently in our bulletins. But it's a time now uh, to cross over to another live location where Premium uh, Motors is actually outdooring a new product and uh, the fleet of vehicles they have. Uh, we can now uh, cross over live and bring you uh, that uh, ceremony.
Thank you very much, Nahegan, for, you know, that beautiful renditions. I love them. And it's sad that we have to, at this point, uh, come in. We're live on the Joy News channel and also live on Joy 99.7 FM. Welcome to the launch of the all-new Renault Talent by Premium Motors Ghana. My name is Winston Amwa. And before we went live on air, I was telling all of you that, you know, I'll be asking you of your expectations. I don't know how many of you have uh, Googled the all-new Renault Talent. Has anyone done that? Anybody done that? Oh, okay. For those of you who've checked on Google, I wouldn't ask you any question. Please don't check on Google because I have some prizes I'll be giving away, so don't check anything. And just as I said that, I see a lot of you getting onto your phones. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. I would ask you what your expectations are, and if they come true, I have something for you. At this point, we'd have the welcome address. We'd invite Mr. Akwesi Sapa, who is Executive PA, to give us the welcome address. Let's welcome him with a round of applause. Good evening. Um, welcome to Premium Motors Limited. On behalf of our CEO, Mr. Jihad Hijazi, I want to use this opportunity to welcome you all to this occasion, the launch of the all-new Renault Talent. Um, thank you for making time off your busy schedule. We are excited to have you here today as we embark on a new chapter within our automotive industry. In the presence of our esteemed media partners, distinguished individuals and key partners. We gather to introduce a vehicle that embodies the spirit of innovation, elegance, and an unparalleled performance. The all-new Renault Talent. This represents the culmination of relentless dedication to excellence and our commitment to delivering exceptional driving experiences. Today, we celebrate not just the unveiling of a remarkable car, but also the collaborative efforts of our partners from Renault Group, our dedicated team here at Premium Motors Limited, and our valued partners, which is, which is uh, every single one of you here. Your presence underscores the significance of this event, and we are deeply grateful for your support and enthusiasm. As we introduce the vehicle to this market, witness the embodiment of our passion for engineering brilliance and our commitment as a dealership to provide the best in automotive excellence, we encourage you to explore every feature, appreciate every detail and experience the excitement the all-new Renault Talent has to offer. We believe that this launch marks the beginning of a new era in driving pleasure, and we are excited to share this journey with each and every one of you present. Once again, thank you for gracing us with your presence. We officially welcome you to the launch of the all-new Renault Talent. Thank you. Thank you very, very much, Mr. Akwesi Sapong. And I like the bit that you talk about people taking advantage and exploring the engineering brilliance. Uh, what that means is that all of us gathered here would have a chance to look at the vehicle in detail, but of course, looking at it in detail doesn't give you the chance to explore unless you grab one home. And so that's something you should be thinking about also. You need to grab one home so that you can explore fully the engineering brilliance. 
would now invite Mr. Christopher Atipo, who is marketing manager, to give us a brief overview of Premium Motors Limited. Let's welcome him with a round of applause. Um, good evening, everyone. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed guests, valued clients, members of the media, good evening to you all. I stand before you today with much pride as we gather to celebrate a significant occasion, the launch of the all-new Renault Talent. We at Premier Motors Limited are deeply honored to have you all in our presence, and we have been your trusted and authorized dealers in Renault vehicle close to a decade. At Premier Motors, we don't just sell cars, we curate experiences, and we're excited to introduce you to our latest offering, the all-new Renault Talent. With a decade of experience under the leadership of our CEO, Mr. Jihad Hijazi, Premier Motors Limited continues to shape the Ghanaian automotive landscape, offering support to superior products and services that exceed customer expectations. Over the past decade, we have firmly established our presence in the Ghanaian market, becoming a trusted name synonymous with quality and reliability for our Renault vehicles, Western Europe's top seller. Through our dedication and our customer-centric approach, we have made substantial contribution to automotive industry setting new standards for service, excellence, and customer satisfaction. Our journey in the Ghanaian market reflects deep understanding of the unique needs and preferences of the local customers, allowing the company to tailor its offering effectively. This year has been a remarkable journey for us amidst the current economic turmoil, which I am pretty sure we have all experienced to some extent. Marked by significant milestones and achievements, we've been able to redefine our commitment to excellence. We are being constantly challenged by our partners from Renault Group to come up with innovative services, one of which is the introduction of the Renault Ray, our revolutionary mobile van service. Now, this service allows our valued customers to have their Renault vehicles serviced at their preferred location at their own convenience. We believe on going the extra mile and ensuring that your experience with us is not only exceptional, but also tailored for your own convenience. And the best part is, it comes at the same price just as visiting our workshop, because your convenience should never come at any extra cost. Since the launch of this service, the uptake has been great, and we want to use this opportunity to thank you all for the support. In addition to our innovative services, we have also invested extensively in the continuous training of our technicians through certified periodic Renault standard training programs. These initiatives empower our team with the latest skill and knowledge, ensuring that our vehicles are handled with utmost experience and care. The partnership between us and the group, Renault Group, emphasizes a shared dedication to customer satisfaction and deliver an exceptional automobile experience. Looking ahead, Premium Motors in partnership with Renault Group aims to continue its legacy of excellence by introducing new cars, new car models to the Ghanaian market, 
at competitive prices, further enriching the choices available of discerning customers without specifying any particular vehicle. A typical example is the vehicle on my right, which we are about to unveil. Now, beyond our business, we are committed to making a positive impact to society. This year, we proudly collaborated with the MS Hijazi Foundation and the Jihad Hijazi Foundation in a school donation exercise, providing essential resources to enhance educational opportunities for the underprivileged. We also organized the blood donation drive, reaffirming our dedication, giving back to community that has supported us generously. Furthermore, our partnership with the Ghana Boxing Authority in two successive years showcases our commitment to promoting sports and nurturing of young talent, underscoring belief in holistic community development. It's truly heartening to witness the enthusiasm and curiosity radiating from the young minds who have joined our youth internship program. As we continue to embrace students from various universities and technical institutions in Ghana, we acknowledge the wealth of potential they bring to our organization, the energy, fresh perspective, the eagerness to learn, and that these interns exhibit are invaluable assets to our team. In particular, I want to highlight a story of one intern who started a journey at our front desk. Despite the initial disappointment of not being directly in the workshop like her peers, her determination and resilience excelled through. So guess what? We provided her with the opportunity to step in a workshop environment. Since then, she has been fully immersed in hands-on learning, surrounded by hams of the engines and a sense of grease. So I'm pretty sure she's excited to have her internship here with us. Next year, indeed, marks a significant milestone for Premier Motors Limited as we celebrate our 10th anniversary in this automotive business in Ghana. A decade of dedication and passion. With you in the picture, this would be a great moment to reflect our achievements, the challenges we've overcome, and then the countless relationships we've built along the way. As we gather here today, we extend our warmest welcome to all of you. We are not just launching a vehicle, we are ushering a new era of automotive excellence. And we are delighted to have you here to witness this moment with us. Thank you for your trust and support in Premier Motors Limited. Let us embark on this exciting journey together. And welcome again, ladies and gentlemen, to the launch of the all-new Renault Talent. Thank you. Thank you very, very much, Christopher Tipo, for uh, you know, providing us with a brief overview of the company. And I'm excited always to hear about the fact that it's not just about selling cars to us, but also giving us a great experience. So I told you about how I was going to find out what your expectations were, and many of you picked up your phones, went on to Google because I asked you how many of you have checked Google, and the fact that I had prizes for you. Maybe it's time we do that before the CEO gets to tell us what the features are and then unveils the all-new Renault Talent. So let's say I get in here and I ask a very simple question. What are we going to see when we unveil the Renault Talent? Who's prepared to go first? Okay, let me step here. 
and see if who knows if you get it right uh, once i'm here i can make promises all promises i make will be taken care of by the company so go ahead <laughs> uh, yes I, I guess we'll see the new logan we'll see the new logo new logan oh, okay 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 new logan well let's see let's see if you're right who else who else want to give it a try okay there we go i didn't check Google, by the way. <laughs> now I know you checked. I just Go want ahead. to say that I'm expecting to see something elegant and uh, maybe a, a more roomy interior. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Okay. I can see you're, you're, you're getting very close. Okay, let's go. Likewise, I didn't see the look on the Google. <laughs> yes, you, I, I, I checked. I realized that you didn't check your phone today. <laughs> but I expect engineering excellence. Great. Engineering excellence, who else? Okay, there we go. So, um, listening to Christopher, mm -hmm. my expectation will be something slick with price. Good price. Okay, let's see. Maybe we can take a last one. Okay, let me just get back there and see. There you go. My expectation will be a very stylish car for the young and upcoming family members. Yeah. Okay. A very stylish car for the young and upcoming person. Well, let's see if all of you are right, because I have seen it. Of course, I had to see it before all of you do. Yes. But at this moment, let me help all of you, okay? Let me just um, save you all the you know, curiosity and invite on stage, Mr. Jihad Hijazi, who is CEO of Premium Motors Limited, to tell us the features of the all-new Renault Talent. Let's welcome him with a round of applause. Thank you very much. So, uh, <clears throat> for those of you who know me well, I don't like reading prepared material. I usually prefer uh, to be spontaneous, so please bear with me. Um, my job today is to, uh, is to speak about the Italian and its features. So I hope I do a good job out of it. So good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen of the press, our cherished and valuable customers. It's with immense pleasure and gratitude that I stand before you today surrounded by esteemed media corps and the strategic customers to mark a significant milestone in the journey of Premium Motors. For those of you who don't know, Premium Motors is the, um, <clears throat> has been in this business for close to 10 years, just like uh, Chris informed us earlier. Uh, your presence here amidst the glowing anticipation in the air speaks volumes about the shared enthusiasm we all hold for the world of automobiles. Thank you for gracing this event. We are very honored for all of you to be here today to share in our new automobiles, to share in our ideas, and to share in our business. For nearly a decade, Premium Motors has with pride and dedication served as the authorized partner to Renault in Ghana. Our commitment to providing a wide range of new cutting-edge vehicles 
together with innovative after-sales support solutions, has been FEM. And it is this same dedication that brings us together this afternoon. Today, we are here to celebrate yet another evolution of automobiles in Ghana. The introduction of an exceptional and cutting-edge B-segment vehicle. So the Italian, for all of you who don't know, is a B-segment. So it's competing against uh, vehicles like the Toyota Belta, uh, the uh, Hyundai Accents, and so on and so forth. The all-new Italian, the successor, as uh, one of our cherished customers and brothers said, is the successor of the Logan. <clears throat> Within the vibrant landscape of Ghana's automotive industry, we have observed the increased need for fuel efficient and environmentally friendly vehicles with the special emphasis on the A and B segments. So the A segments are the entry level vehicles, the I-10s and the Quids, and the B segments like the Italians and the Accents. Uh, I'd like to uh, point out our very good partners from the GSA here today with keen interest in this type of vehicle and the environmental impact it has. The all-new Renault Talient with its high-powered state-of-the-art yet fuel-efficient 1.0-liter turbocharged three-cylinder engine. So for most of you who know automobiles, uh, B segment usually uh, roams around the 1.4 to 1.6 liter engine, and it's usually a four cylinder uh, powertrain. Um, however, this particular vehicle here is having a 1.0 liter engine, so obviously it lends credence to the, uh, the issue of uh, fuel economy. Uh, which usually with a three-cylinder uh, engine compromises power of a B-segment. But in this case, the, um, the power of the engine itself, because it's a highly efficient modern engine, uh, the compromise is really not realized in this situation. So we have an engine that's about 1.0, but uh, it chains about uh, 70 to 80 um, uh, kilowatts, which is close to a range of hundreds to 120 horsepower. Uh, so pretty impressive stuff. And obviously this uh, particular engine, and for now, we've opted for the, uh, the CVTN uh, transmission, which is automatic, which is what we call automatic here in Ghana. Uh, it blends the thrill of driving with exceptional efficiency, making it an ideal choice for the discerning Ghanaian driver. This vehicle indeed perfectly addresses the collective needs of private and business customers alike to minimize the cost of fuel while enjoying comforts. So this particular talent is offered in two trims. Um, we have a basic trim called the Life Trim, and then we have a more sophisticated trim called the Zen trim. Uh, so the life trim is all about simplicity, meeting functionality. It embodies practically with no compromise on safety, making it an ideal choice for those who appreciate the essentials with a safety conscious needs. It's a testament to Renault's commitment 
to delivery quality and value to all our customers. The Zentrim, by contrast, takes things up a couple notches with enhanced sophistication, styling, and excitement in driving experience. This is where technology meets elegance, a blend of cutting-edge features and refined aesthetics. Some of you here spoke about aesthetics earlier on. Exuding an atmosphere of sheer comfort from within. So the interior uh, is, uh, is supposed to be cutting-edge and modern. Uh, every driver becomes an adventure and every journey turns into a delightful experience. Step aside and you will be embraced by the quality interior and defines the design sophistication. Every inch of the Italians reflects meticulous attention to detail, utilizing premium materials and ergonomic Each of the Italians reflects meticulous attention to detail, utilizing premium materials and ergonomic they, they, they were willing to trigger some parliamentary processes to be able to make this demand. But as we know now, Parliament is expected to go on bed today, which means that some of these parliamentary oversight powers... ...inch uh, full-color multimedia touchscreen system, uh, and it's also compatible with the Android Auto and the, uh, the Apple CarPlay. Uh, ...all at voice about connection. We're connected to our vehicles today. Uh, the CVT transmission ensures that every shift is smooth, responsive, and effortless. Electronic parking brakes. So this little car here comes with an EPB, an electronic parking brake. This is something that is typical in vehicles that are in the $40,000, $50,000 range, but surprisingly is included in this little vehicle. Uh, let's talk about trunk capacity. And uh, in the, generally in the B segments, trunk capacity is... Uh, typically in the sedan B segment around 480 to 490 liters. This is a leader in that particular segment with 528 liters. So it adds about 20 to 25 liters to its predecessor, the Logan, uh, and a bit over 40 to 45 liters for its competitors in the market. Uh, the trunk space is the best in its category with a record-breaking length so the, so the loading length, uh, the, the depth of the loading length uh, is a little bit over one meter at 1.065 meters. It's not just a large space, uh, it's freedom, ensuring that you can carry everything you need on your journeys, making each trip stress-free and uh, enjoyable. Uh, one of many other stand, uh, standout features of the all-new Italian that deserves special mention is its impressive high ground clearance. Uh, nobody spoke about the ground clearance. And uh, as we know here in Ghana, ground clearance is of utmost importance. Um, one of our, you know, so uh, this particular segment of vehicle for Renault uh, comes with a sister product called uh, Stepway, which is actually a B segment, but it's, uh, it's a hatchback. And that particular vehicle um, is no more in the system now. I mean, we'll have the, uh, the new model end of 2024. Uh, however, that particular vehicle's success 
was mainly because of its, its ground clearance. So a lot of our customers who were given the choice of uh, Stepway versus Logan uh, unanimously chose Stepway because, uh, mainly because of its ground clearance. Uh, and uh, so in Africa where the roads are frequently arduous and deplorable, this feature is more than just an added bonus. It's a game-changing necessity. Whether you are navigating through urban landscapes or exploring off the beaten paths, this vehicle provides the confidence to tackle any terrain. It effortlessly glides over bumps, potholes, and uneven surfaces, providing the user a smooth and stable ride, regardless of the road condition. Uh, okay, so no more strained necks or guessing games. No more strained necks or guessing games. The rear view camera combined with the back warning sonar systems provides you with real-time visual display on your 8-inch screen together with warning sensors in case of hidden obstacles. So once again, this is a B-segment vehicle coming with uh, a rear-view camera and back warning system. So once again, typical of vehicles in C and D-segment vehicles. Uh, the rear view camera and sonar system transform the way you maneuver your vehicle, especially in tight spaces or crowded urban environments. With this safety package, parking and reversing becomes not just hassle-free, but truly effortless. The all-new Talient is more than just a form of transport. It's a promise to all our customers, a promise to you that life's journey should be as exhilarating as it is comfortable and affordable. It is about realizing your dreams, pursuing your passions, and getting whatever you want from life. The Talent is your companion in the pursuit of life's adventures. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let us get ready to witness the unveiling of the new Renault Talent, a symbol of innovation, style, and unmatched performance. Buckle up, because the road ahead has never looked more exciting. Thank you very much, and let's take a look. Thank you very, very much. Mr. Jihad Hijazi for telling us all the features. I like that, how you end, actually. The fact that, you know, life should be comfortable and affordable. Now, let the countdown begin. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Two, one, zero. And there you have it. That's the all new Renault Italian. They thought that you was a shagger wow. until I made you my girl. Now you push me like a big And it's worth every high like as you can see, ladies and gentlemen. You ain't gotta wait for it. You ain't gotta wait for me to give you my love. I am particularly excited about the ground clearance. 
Things like getting sticky, girl, I think that I'm stuck. I trust me. Wow. So there you have it. For all of you who are like the ground clearance, uh, because I wrote, I like the fact that it's only 1.0 liters. I mean, I check the fuel prices every day, so uh, once I see anything like this, I'm excited about it. I like the trunk space. Please, can I be the first to go and inspect it? Who else wants to join me to inspect? Okay, so let's go. Let's go. Come with me. Uh, let's begin the inspection. And once we're done with the inspection, we can actually talk about it and talk about all the unique features of the all-new Renault Talent. Yes, let's see. I could just take this off here. Yes. You can just, um, you know, yes, give it. Okay. So let's see it now. Who's helping me? That would be great. Wow.
hope you've all taken a chance to look at it. If you haven't, please do, okay? If you haven't taken the time to check the vehicle, please do and you'd love it. I have started asking of the price already, and I'm sure there are many of you who would want to know. I'll share it with you. But please, if you've not, um, I like to say, interacted with the vehicle yet, you can do that. So uh, for those of you who haven't checked the vehicle, please do so um, before we continue with the program. Feels like we're all done, uh, you know, inspecting all the features of the all-new Renault Talent. And I'm sure you're all excited. Um, I have asked of the price already uh, because I am thinking of getting one. Any car that is, you know, 1.0 with all these features, for me, it's a good deal. But very soon we'll be finding out from you, uh, particularly for those of you who told us your expectations, whether all those expectations were met. Where is Ajete Anan? Aha. Uh -huh. He told me that, uh, in fact, when he opened the trunk, we said, Charlie's once, they will go feed bed inside. 
sorry I had to say that one. But it's very true. Anyway, so let me get to all of you and find out, you know, what your assessment is. Okay, let me start off from here. It looks pretty slick. Mm. And uh, the space is uh, adequate. Great. Let me get to you. Yeah, my expectations were met. It's elegant, as I expected, and the interior, like I spoke about, um, it's quite roomy, and the attention to the detail in terms of how the fabric is sewn and put together, it's really good. I also looked at the trunk, and uh, it's quite roomy, so well met. And the 1.0 was the killer for me. I just couldn't believe that something as beautiful as this would be running on a 1.0 really good i never thought about ground clearing and ground clearance but uh that's a good word i've learned today yeah. and uh i think it will feel really good to drive when i try it out great i like the fact that you say it will feel good it means you would get one you also you were telling us about your expectations were they met you've seen it now yes so sleek and i was interested in the technicalities as he mentioned and perfect. Mm. Who else would want to tell us uh, his own assessment? Maybe Ajiti, maybe putting you on the spot. Well, I think that this is a, a perfect example of the car tailored for the modern family. I mean, you know how sometimes um, you get all the good features that you're expecting, and then something is compromised. So maybe you get the aesthetics that is so solid, but then fuel consumption is so high, or vice versa. But this. It's just the perfect example where everything is just up to um, the highest um, possible deal. So Great. Who else want to say something? Yes, please go ahead. Okay, so um, looking at the car, it's uh, very robust. And I would like to think of what my dad said some time ago, that if you are expecting, uh, if you are inspecting a car, um, listen to the noise that it makes when you close the gate. So if it's, if it's inferior, you hear the sound, ping. But if it's very robust, you hear the word, boom. Mm. And when I closed the gate, it sounded like that. So I think it's a robust car. I, I like your analogy. Yeah, let's give it up for him. Uh, this is practical lessons, eh? Yes, you also told us your expectations. Yes, I also join my colleagues here to attest to the fact that um, the design and also upcoming family or young guy which is very stylish so yes i agree with them great so there's a general consensus here let me get to you uh, we can see we can see a lot of uh, revolution in this car um, big space in a small car and uh, when mr jihad was also talking about the specs Something uh, I, I saw it very important also about you can drive it wherever. For you know, Ghana, we have a lot of off roads and spots, so it seems like also it's very good to drive it wherever you are, especially when you are not in a good road condition. And a lot of space inside the car is very usable. Great. Okay, so there's a consensus here that everything we're told about the car once we got to see the car all our expectations were met let's give renault 
Talent and Premier Motors, a round of applause. Now, you know, Mr. Jihad Hijazi said that he likes to do uh, extempo, but this time around he was giving a speech. I'm sure if he had done his own extempo, he would have told us that the starting price is $18,000. But because they wrote it for him, and in, in its class, uh, the starting price is $21,000. And so if this is $18,000, it means that it's very, very affordable. Just think about it, okay? $3,000 multiplied by 11.512, That's a lot of money. And so, folks, you know what to do now. Look, okay, okay. I know that my bosses are watching. I think I like one of these. Uh, you know, so when I go, I'm driving straight back to the office to start a negotiations to get this one. I have to change my car. Well, so once we all agree that this is the best car for its range, then once again, another round of applause. And that would bring us to the end of the program. We would invite Eastwood Thine Baden to give us the closing remarks. Thank you. Um, distinguished ladies and gentlemen, um, all protocol observed, we have reached the end of what has been an incredible event. On behalf of the entire Renault team, I'd like to extend our heartfelt thanks to each and one of you for being a part of, of this momentous occasion. To our esteemed customers, thank you for your presence and for placing your trust in Renault. We are truly grateful for your continued support and loyalty, and we assure you that we will always strive to exceed your expectations with our innovative and reliable vehicles. We hope that the Renault Talent has exceeded your expectation and that it will bring you joy and satisfaction on every journey. To our dedicated support team and staff, we cannot thank you enough for your tireless effort in making this event a resounding success. Your hard work, attention to detail, and unwavering commitment have been tru truly commendable. We would also like to express our gratitude to our partners, Group Reno, who have played a crucial role in making this event possible. The support and collaboration have been invaluable and we appreciate your commitment to our shared vision. Lastly, to all our guests, thank you for joining us today. Your presence has added immense value to this event and we hope that you have found, you have found it informative, engaging and enjoyable. We are grateful to the opportunity you, you have given us to share our passion of the Renault Talent. As we draw the curtains to the event, we want to assure you that our commitment to excellence and customer satisfaction remains unwavering. We'll continue to work tirelessly to exceed your expectations and to provide you with the best possible driving experience. Once again, thank you for being a part of this special occasion. We hope that you leave here today with a fount of memories, a deep understanding of the Renault Talent, and a sense of excitement of what lies ahead. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you very, very much, Eastwood Vine Baden. And so for all of you watching us on the Joy News channel, listening to us on Joy 99.7 FM, you know what to do. Please look out for Premium Motors Limited, Article Junction, the Adoka Road, but you can also call them on 0201-690-671 or 0307-080-010. Please get in touch with them 
and get for yourself the all-new Renault Talent. Thank you very, very much, all of you, for joining us here. And for all of you who made time to watch us on Joy News and on Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Winston Amwa. You have a lovely day. the president of the republic of ghana in 2016 pledged to ensure free senior high school education for every ghanaian child under the leadership of the president and